I'm Clay Pigeon. Welcome to the Wake and Bake Morning Show podcast. It's a weekly digest of some of the segments and moments that make up the Wake and Bake Morning Show on WFMU. Of course, you can listen live to Wake and Bake Monday through Friday, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern on WFMU.org. Join me live every morning for the full show. It includes great music, 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 chair throwing, pixie dust, and all-round good vibes. <laughs> oh my God, the man is a maniac. You can, you, can, you, can, you can also hear the full show on streaming archives uh. at wfmu.org slash playlists slash WA. Yes, good morning everyone and welcome to Converse. Call them what you will, they are conversations or convos and I'm about to have one now. (laughs) Would you please welcome my first guest, if you would, from the California State Institute of Reading, Dennis Malcolm. Dennis, Dennis, please. Yes, there he is. Hello, Dennis. Hello, Dennis. Yes, wrong. <laughs> well, I forgot to introduce myself to the audience, haven't yeah. I? Hello, everyone. I'm Rolf Mundy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. I am indeed Rolf Mundy. And you're listening to Convos. My special guest today from the California State Institute of Reading, Dennis Malcolm. Join me, Dennis. Look at you, Dennis. Dennis Malcolm on today's edition of Convos. Delighted, Rolf. Are you, Dennis? Delighted. Yes. <laughs> well, might I, might I say that I'm delighted that you're <laughs> delighted. <laughs> means a lot to me, Ralph. Uh, does it, Dennis? <sighs> yes, that, that, I, that I've asked you to be on the program. <laughs> yes. Especially in the capacity of the California Institute of Reading. Because don't you do marvellous work there? <laughs> and don't they audience marvellous? We have served California for 41 yes. years as yes. a representative of Great Britain. Yes, I too, from Great Britain, as are you. We are both. <laughs> yes, from England. Yes. Oh, look, it's spokesmodel to me to Paul. I am to me to Paul, and I'm excited to have you listening to Convos. To me to Paul, thank you. We are out of time for this edition of Convos. Thank you for joining us this morning, and to my special yes. guest, Dennis Malcolm, the California <laughs> Institute of Reading. Yes. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us this morning. And remember, always keep having them. Converse. <laughs>
guests have come most stay at the luxurious Dillard Stratomore Hotel. All airfare needs met by SouthCentralAirlines.com. The California State Institute of Reading, C-Sir. I'm Rolf Mundy. Good night, ladies and gentlemen. if you'd move that stinking spotlight, turn it around and shine it brightly on one very special town in our listening area. Our Civic Showcase Community of the Week is Lindhurst, New Jersey. Lindhurst is in Bergen County, New Jersey. It's about 11 miles northwest of us here in Jersey City. Population 20,554. Lindhurst is growing. After the Lenape, Native Americans who originally occupied the land where Lindhurst sits today. After the Revolutionary War and the war between the states. Hey, honey, you want to be on camera? On March 27, 1917, what was Union Township became Lindhurst Township. Lindhurst is named for Lord Lindhurst, three times Lord Chancellor of Great Britain. Pardon me, would you have any grey poupon? Lindhurst is perhaps best known for the Kingsland Explosion. January 11th, 1917. A fire broke out at the Canadian Car and Foundry Company, which produced munitions for the United Kingdom and the Russian Empire during World War I. Caused by a spill of flammable liquids, a fire caused 500,000 3-inch 76-millimeter explosive shells to blow up in the span of four hours in Lindhurst, completely leveling the munitions facility. Switchboard operator Tessie McNamara saved 1,400 lives, contacting each building of the company, telling workers to get out or go up. Statistics show nearly 34% of Lindhurst residents are of Italian ancestry, the eighth highest concentration in New Jersey. Bada bing. Yeah. For every 100 females, there are 88.2 males in Lindhurst. Bottom line, Lindhurst needs men. Until 1966, B.U.R. Barbell Company called Lindhurst home. They were a leading maker of weight training equipment in the nation. Lindhurst Meadowlands is home to one of nine medieval times dinner theaters nationwide. His head smashed in and his heart cut out and his liver removed and his bowels unplugged and his nostrils raped and his bottom burnt off and his penis... That's enough music for now, lads. <laughs> Famous people from Lindhurst include Victor Cruz, wide receiver for the New York Giants. Victor Cruz is in for the touchdown! Lou Monti is from Lindhurst, a singer best known for his Italian-themed novelty records of the late 50s. (laughs) 
and Johnny Weir, Olympic figure skater, is from Lyndhurst. And a standing ovation for Johnny Weir. He skated his life out here in the Vancouver. We'd love to be your radio station, Lyndhurst. We hope you're listening. Well, look who it is. It's Sam, the wake-and-bake morning music computer. Hello, play pigeon. Hey, Sam. How are you this morning? My fuel, fuel intake sensor, sensor indicates that mm-hmm. I am full to capacity. Oh, did you eat too much for Thanksgiving? Affirmative. Hey, <laughs> what'd you have, Sam? As you know... I was alone. Yeah. Play. Yeah, I don't I know Sam. I left you alone on Thanksgiving in the closet. You left me there. Play. I know. Alone. I know, Sam. I'm sorry. So how did you get by in there? What did you consume? I had to make do. You're a noble survivor, Sam. Yes. So what did you eat in there? What did you survive on? In the darkness, with my feelers, I collected dirty nuts and bolts. Bolts and dirty nuts like those, Sam? Yes, just like these nuts. So you ate nuts and bolts. What else, Sam? I lubricated my nuts (laughs) and bolts. With W-D-40. <laughs> did you grease them on down, Sam? I greased them on down. <laughs> what else did you eat? With my feelers. Those old feelers. I found spiders, small and brown. You ate small brown spiders? Hundreds. Jeez. And you ate too many of them? No. No? But now. But now? Now I am unable to drop pellets. Oh, you really need to drop pellets, Sam? Desperately. Yeah. I am heavy laden. Heavy laden? Irregular. 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 Sam, I need to lubricate your pellet duck now. I beg your pardon? To make them slide on out, Sam. My pellets? Yes. Slide on out? Yes, Sam. You gotta get them out of there. Okay. Play. I guess. Now here's the lube, Sam. Play? Yes, Sam. This is awkward. I'm sorry. We're we're done now. Something is happening. Below? Below. Oh, Sam, is it happening? Pellets. Pellets are coming, Sam? Yes. Oh, good, Sam. Just relax now. I am relaxed. Oh, here they come. You got pellets, Sam? Yes. Doubling down. Pellets drop. Good. Pellets drop. That's good for you, Sam. Thank you. Play pigeon. Sam, you should probably play a number. Affirmative. Yeah. Play. What, Sam? I enjoyed my grease application. <laughs> Good, Sam. I'm glad you did. I really did. Play the song, Sam. Affirmative. Listeners, this is your favorite cheesemonger, Wendy Del Formaggio, with your weekly cheese report. 
A subject causing great anxiety for many hosts is how much cheese should I serve to my guests? Too much, too much, too much. FYI, I'm the person who in 2003 bought a 30-pound turkey to feed four people because I was hoping that might be enough. But I do actually know about cheese. Generally, you want about an ounce and a half of cheese per person. Got it. And that's not per cheese, that's total. 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 So if you're buying cheese for eight people, including yourself, you want three quarters of a pound. It's less than you think. Another thing to remember is harder cheeses or very flavorful cheeses delicious kind of trick your senses into feeling more satisfied than softer or gentler cheeses so you can adjust up or down depending on strength and texture serving other food means you can serve slightly less cheese too two two or you can buy more cheese and squirrel away little bits and eat them when your guests have gone home. Back to you, Clay. Manager Ken with your Hump Day Hazmat Report. Thank you, Clay Pigeon. St. Paul, Minnesota. Human being survives a house explosion. The whole house started shaking, then kablam! Belgrade, Florida. Human being injured in ammonia leak as 800-gallon ammonia smoothie springs a hole. Soquel, California. Electrical transformer explodes at the local PO. She's gonna blow, said engineer Dick Gundry, and blow she did. Cleveland County, North Carolina. Meth lab found in basement of clueless family home. Says the patriarch, we had no idea and we're not just saying that. Two secret basement dwellers now behind bars. The Delaware Memorial Bridge reopens after a dangerous leak of ethylene oxide, which will mutate your genes and melt your body. Alma, Arkansas. FDA seizes food held under unsanitary conditions at JL Grocery Warehouse, finding rodents dead and alive, rodent nests, live raccoons, live cats, a dead possum, animal feces, and urine stained products. Mothers, don't let your children buy products at salvage warehouses. Concord, North Carolina. 300 humans contract food poisoning from Brunswick stew sold at a church fundraiser event. The stew tested positive for Clostridium perfringens, which sickens a million people a year. Hold it, hold it, station manager Ken. I don't know if we can take it. You can't even trust the, the Brunswick stew at a church uh, supper. It might be a hazmat uh, item. Uh, Glisters, it's up to you. Do you want another one today? Do you think you can handle uh, another hazmat item? They say go, station manager. Nature's promised chicken and brown rice dog food with purchase by dates of November 1st through November 8th will kill Rover because they contain deadly levels of vitamin D. <laughs> There's your hazmat report with station manager Ken. You'll hear precisely at 8.39 each wonderful Wednesday on Wake and Bake. You gotta listen to know what to avoid. There is danger out there. And 
What are we doing today in uh, today in history? Skin of my teeth, seat of my pants. It's always like that with a pitch. Third person singular. <laughs> Just getting weirder by the year. Wah 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 wah. What happened? November 30th, uh, 1886, the Follies Berger stages its first review. I saw that in Vegas. Uh, I probably was 17. I had a fake ID. There were nude people on stage. 1934, the LNER Class A34472 Flying Scotsman becomes the first steam locomotive to be authenticated as reaching 100 miles per hour. Oh, they thought that was fast in 1934. And geez, now sprinters are, well, they're nearly running that fast with gold shoes on. 1954, in Sylacauga, Alabama, United States, the Hodges meteorite crashes through a roof and hits a woman taking an afternoon nap. This is the only documented case in the Western Hemisphere of a human being hit by a rock from space. You can't keep the whole world in the dark about what's going on. Once they know that a five-mile hunk of rock is going to hit somewhere at 30,000 miles per hour, the people will want to know what the hell we intend to do about it. You're going to tell the entire world we have nuclear rockets orbiting out there in direct contradiction to every international agreement we've ever made? You want to go out there and meet it with BB guns and slingshots? You were dead wrong when you sent Challenger 2 off its course. Damn it, I don't have to listen to this. That's right, Carl Malden, you don't have to listen to that shaman cream. 1979, Pink Floyd's rock opera The Wall is released on this day. Holy cow, and three years later, things had changed. 1982, Michael Jackson's sixth solo studio album Thriller is released worldwide. It will become the best-selling record album in history. WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope in New York City and Rockland County at 91.9 FM online at WFMU.org. I love you, Glistener, six ways to Sunday. You know I mean it, don't you? I hope you love me too and that you'll come back Monday at 6 a.m. to do this crazy thing all over again, this, this wake and bake. I need you so. Have a great weekend. Won't you have fun? Be safe. Go crazy. Double down. Good evening, everyone. I'm Rolf Mundy. Welcome to Convos. With our very special guest, exciting singer, Dennis Danger. Super poodle enthusiast, Paula Gold. And Cal Kraus and the Convos Orchestra. This is indeed Convos. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Good evening. Let's quickly introduce our first guest from Bemidji, Minnesota. He is exciting singer Dennis Danger. 
Yes, there is. Here. Yes, here. The yellow chair. Yellow. Yes. Now, the yellow chair. Yes, there is. Now, tell us, where have you been performing? Oh, I've been over in Australia. Have you? Near the Sydney Opera House? Yes, on the steps. Oh, dear Lord, the steps of the... Opera Sydney. House. Yes. Yes. And did you happen to see... Olivia uh, Newton-John? Yes. No. Uh, did you have a, a delicious... A Vegemite uh, sandwich? Yes. <laughs> yes. Did you play the... Didgeridoo? Yes. Yes. Did you encounter a... a kangaroo? Yes. Yes. Exciting singer Dennis Danger, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you, Dennis. Thank you. There he goes, yes. Yes, let's bring out our next guest now. You know her as super poodle enthusiast Paula Gold. Yes, Paula, right here. Yes, the yellow chair. The yellow chair? Yes. Yellow? Yes, Paula, how are you? I'll sit here in the yellow chair. You just sit, Paula, and get as comfortable as you need to be. Are you comfortable now, Paula? Yes, yes, Rolf. Oh, Paula, look, it's one of your... It's one of your poodles. That's Jeffrey. He's the most frisky of my poodles. Is that Jeffrey? Yes. Does he bite? Yes. Oh dear. Uh, no, Jeffrey. Cal, please. Cal Krause and the Convos Band. <laughs> Guests of Mr. Monday stay at the Halton Dillmore Motel. Mr. Monday's clothes by Simply Roy. Air travel enthusiasm provided by Wingnuts Air. Wingnuts Man Fly. Convos with Rolf Monday. A Cobb Saltzman production. You've been listening to the Wake and Bake Morning Show podcast. Did you enjoy it? Yeah. Good. It's a weekly digest of the special features and moments which make up the Wake and Bake Morning Show. Woo! After all, you wouldn't want to miss special moments like this. Ah, you're in a good mood today, aren't you? (laughs) The Wake and Bake Morning Show. Set your alarm and join us each Monday through Friday, 6 to 9 a.m. on WFMU.org. A little too early for you? Catch the archive show, which you can find easily on WFMU's homepage each day. I'm Clay Pigeon. They call me the Pigeon. Join me each morning for the full show, either on the radio or online at WFMU.org. And keep glistening.